Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. We're excited to see you today. (laughs) Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're watching this video, we are talking about an important topic, again, for psychic mediums, and this is all about really recognizing when you are getting triggered, because when you're a psychic medium, you're fine-tuning your senses. We talked about this on our mentorship call the other day, and we also talked about on our intention workshop, which that was an amazing night. We had so much fun with all of you that were joining us on that intention workshop. Um, But we covered the importance of seeing the gold when it comes to your triggers. Because you're highly sensitive and you're developing your mediumship, you're developing your psychic skills, you're noticing everything. That means your emotions are even higher than normal. Yeah, and you can tune into things thousands of miles away, 10 miles away, meaning people, energy, and you could spend your time doing that. And it could cause you to get into a funk. It could cause you to stop the momentum in your business. So think about you and picture yourself as a computer. And inside of you, you have all of these red buttons. Some of them are green. Those are the things that when external events happen, it brings you joy. It presses the green button, right? And joy comes throughout your heart or some form of happiness or peace or positive energy. And then you have these red buttons and we'll call those triggers. And these are all inside of you. And whenever something external happens, your red button is pressed. And then this negative frequency comes up. And sometimes it's called reactivity And it manifests in a lot of different behaviors that you're probably thinking of right now that you've done. I could think of some that I've done that really drain our energy. And we get so caught up on the external event that pressed the red button that we forget that, wait, the reason why I'm feeling like this is because I have a button inside of me and we miss that gold. Yeah. And when you're saying it, it's I'm visually going with you, and I'm thinking of the movie. Um, what is that movie when Inside Out? Inside Out. That is the. I'm best. getting angry. I'm getting angry. He's about to get angry. Oh my god, that is the best movie. A good example of what we're talking about, because inside there are things happening. It's the cutest movie. It's a kids movie, but it's perfect for adults too. Yes, um, go watch that movie if you haven't. It'll explain this whole podcast episode in a cartoon version. Yeah, it makes it even better. Um, but yeah, when I think of the triggers that psychic mediums come to us with, whether it's our 90 day business mastermind or our, you know, a mediumship membership or, or our mentorship, the common theme that comes up is there's things outside of us that are happening that are causing some things to stir up. And it's a perfect example of, okay, if there's a trigger here and I'm upset about this, What can I do to be stronger in my expectation? What can I do to shift my focus? Or what can I do to be a better medium? Okay, so every single thing that's triggering you, when I say trigger and we're talking about trigger, I want to put it in terms of like quotes negative, but nothing's a negative experience that 
it's a moment of it stirring something up emotionally and you're trying to figure out, wait, why is this happening to me? It's because it's teaching you something. There's a lesson, there's gold in there. And with everything that comes into our life as psychic mediums, it's actually bringing us closer to more joy and feelings of, okay, I can let go. Because mediumship is actually all about letting go. And I think that's the hard part is a lot of mediums that do this work, they're so used to trying to help people and force things and you know wanna fix things. But mediumship teaches us to let go. And I think that's an important piece of triggers. Yeah, the trigger, and I forget the name of it when it's a positive trigger. There's another name for it. It's, it's slipping my mind right now. But we forget about that one too. There's positive events that it'll, it'll trigger us inside and it'll bring joy and all that. And there's negative events that'll trigger us inside and it'll bring that reactivity. And there's gold in that, right? Yeah. So let's think about some of the triggers that actually happen along the I way. I can tell you one that happened to me um, that was a huge trigger for me. I remember I first, I was doing a lot of like phone readings at the beginning, which I still do. The majority of my private readings are over the phone. That's just what I do. Unless you're in another country, we'll go on Zoom. Um, and I had just started renting the space that I was going to be doing my Monday readings at. And I was looking at my time. I'm like, my client's not here. That's weird. I'm like, I hope she found it okay. I hope she knows where she's, she's going. She's really like, where in the hell? Is... No, I'm just kidding. No, like I really <laughs> didn't know. I Because that was like brand new to me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. maybe she's lost in downtown Tampa or something. Then I got like that after. Yeah. But um, so I'm like, what? I hope she's okay. That's my mind. I hope she's okay. And yeah. I hope she finds it okay. So I contacted her and um, I called her on the phone and I said, hi, I just want to make sure you know where you're going and you know you come up the stairs and blah, blah, blah. And I think at first she didn't answer the phone if I remember correctly. Um, and I left a voicemail and then she called back and she said, I'm so sorry, I'm running late, but I will be there. So I'm like, okay. And then I'm thinking, well, I have another client after this, so I'm gonna have limited time. And I waited. I waited for her and just was patiently waiting and she never showed up. She never called back. And that was the moment. Yeah, that was the moment where I was like, what? I felt <laughs> taken, adv taken advantage of and I felt like she wasn't respecting my time and energy. And it was in that moment when I was frustrated, when I thought I got to do this a different way. And at that point, I wasn't actually charging people to book online. Like I wouldn't have them pay first. So that was the trigger in me. And actually it wasn't that moment. There was something that happened like later that week where another person either canceled at the last moment or something was happening. And I'm like, no, this can't, like this is not good energy for me to get frustrated. They're not showing up. And then it's actually holding up a spot for a client that wants to come at that time. And it's taking up a spot. It's taking up my energy. It's taking up clients' energy that wants to talk to their loved ones. I'm like, I gotta change this. So I decided I'm going to take, at that point, I think 50% of payment. And I tried that out. And then I decided, nope, I'm not doing 50%. I'm gonna have them pay and book to book their spot. And it was a blessing and it doesn't happen anymore. So it was actually a huge learning for me. So even though it triggered me and it bothered me, I felt like I was disrespecting my time and energy. That kind of thing hardly happens anymore because 
I have things in place yes. and they pay ahead of time. And there's a, a strict policy of, you know, no cancellation because people are waiting. That's holding a spot for someone, you know? Yes. So that was a huge learning for me. And that was, was your external, that was your external policy. So yeah. she put an external policy up where it's like, you have to pay before you come and get a reading. But really it was the universe's way of showing you that you had some internal boundaries yeah. that you needed to really work well, on was, if you wanted to take your business to the new level. Right. Because at that point I'm like, Oh, I don't want to make them pay ahead of time. I don't yeah. want them if they haven't had the experience yet. I was really thinking about that. And then I'm like, mm, no, if this is happening more than once within a week or a two week span, there's a, a message in that, that I need to listen to instead of pointing the finger the whole time at the clients. I thought, well, I need to do something. I need to set the, these expectations. Yes. And I know boundaries is like a huge word that comes up all the time. And I don't know how I feel about the word boundaries. I feel like there's times where I might've used the word boundaries, but you don't need a boundary if you has, have an expectation. Okay, so it was something internal that you needed to adjust. Oh, you said boundaries? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even it know you said it. It was something internal I didn't even that, know you said that. that I was just thinking, adjust. I was actually gonna say boundary. Yeah. But um, I wasn't thinking that you used that word yeah. at all. But it's I'm just saying, a word to say that there's something internal that you need to adjust. Exactly. And that's the value of this, is when you have your triggers, when you have something that triggers you, it's showing you that there's something inside of you that you need to adjust because your mission is huge. How many times have you heard people go on for years with that same story that yeah. Lindsay had to where it was like, oh, the client didn't show up. We've heard clients say it over and over and we stop them in their tracks. And they want to keep getting into the story about how bad it was that the client did this. And, and it's okay to vent for a moment, but when you do that for years, it starts to really take your mediumship business downhill. Well, yeah, and it's like, Kids, you know, when I was teaching third grade, it's like if you don't have those expectations and those rules, they'll never know that they can actually, they'll think that they can push past it because they don't even know it's there. So if you have the rules and the expectations, they know what to do. That's what it is. So another so, one is, what were you going to say? So, yeah, that, that's the main thing about that topic is the importance of getting clear. Like, what are my expectations in my business? And sometimes you don't know what they are until something feels like it's crossed for you or it, or it's not going in flow is what you want. Yeah. And another, another trigger that we notice that's very common with all the psychic mediums, most of the psychic mediums that we work with, especially I would say beginner ones are, are, are psychic mediums that are working part time is the fact that they'll see somebody else online doing a podcast like us, um, showing them doing events, showing their business growing, and they'll get triggered from it. They'll get yeah. triggered from it because they'll think inside. The story will pop up to where it's like, wait, I've been doing this for five years, 10 years, 20 years, and they're automatically assuming that the other person online has not. Yeah. They're automatically comparing how they feel on the inside to how it looks on social media. And it's not a equal comparison. No. And that's a trigger to where it could be like, we've often uncovered that the psychic medium is not taking enough action steps. The psychic medium is not putting their energy out there, is not doing the things they wanna do. They wanna create a podcast. They wanna create, create a group event. 
they want to travel. Sometimes it's traveling. Wait, that yeah. medium's going in different cities and they're giving readings to people while they're traveling, while they're having fun, and it triggers them. And then they get caught up in a story of how they're just doing it to brag or um, some other type of story to where right. they're focused on the external event rather than looking internally as to why are they triggered in the first place. And once yeah. they start to look at that red button that's inside, they start to discover the gold like Lindsay discovered in her business when she realized, wait, I need to have people pay 100% upfront before they come to me. And it's mm -hmm. totally transformed your business. Oh yeah, totally. If, it, I, if I didn't have that in place, it would just be a lot of struggle back and forth trying to reschedule more readings than anything and be disappointed and it would hold up the space. So, um, and Shannon, I'm so glad you're here and thinking of you with your little kitten. Hi, Shannon. She's reading the words as she's sitting in oh, okay. the bed. Um, so one of the things that can come up with that is like, yeah, when you're looking on the outside, you're looking at people from the outside. I want you to think about something because unless you're doing the work, you don't really know what's happening with people. So when we work with our masterminders, our 90 day business masterminders, a lot of them are either very, very successful where they're, they have so much business and they've been doing it forever, but they're like, I'm not feeling fulfilled inside at times and I want to free up some space and have the balance. Other people, and they, and on the outside, it might look like everything's going good. So maybe people will think, oh, everything's going great for her. But we get the inside information about what's happening to everyone. Everyone's feeling the same way in some way. And when it comes to people that are brand new to mediumship in our masterminders, they're wanting more clients and they're wanting to like rev up their business. And then the other people on the other end of the spectrum and the 90 day business mastermind is trying to figure out, okay, how do I bring the balance? And I feel like there's phases to it too. There is. And it goes to the point, once again, of comparing how you feel on the inside to how they look on the outside or how they look on social media. Like you said, there's psychic mediums with highly successful businesses, but they're running around crazy like a chicken with their head off. They're running around stressed out. They're not really enjoying their business as much as they can. They're not enjoying their life. Maybe they forgot about going to have fun, right? Yeah. And fun's a big part of it because... If you're not having fun in your life and then you're trying to do this deep kind of work, you're going to burn out. You may not yeah. burn out after six months. You may not burn out after six years, but eventually the time is going to come to where you're going to burn out. So often, so that's an example of say there's a psychic medium that's working, they're crushing in their business. And then they get triggered from seeing other people having fun, you know, to right. where they have a successful mediumship business. But they look like they're having a lot of fun on social media once again or on the outside. And they think, wait, they're triggered. They're, they're annoyed. They're, they're getting into one of their stories of, wait, they're not working hard in their business. Or uh, they must be doing I've something so negative. I've heard so many different things. Or different... if you have a husband or a wife, it's easier it's for easier. you. Yeah, it's like, easier for Lindsay. That's something that I've actually heard a lot. Because she has Tony helping her. Yeah. Or it's easier because you don't have kids. Or it's oh, easier yeah, because it you're younger. It's easier because you're older, right? <laughs> we get we get all caught up in all these yeah. stories. Or it's easier because you're in a busy city, you know? Like, yeah, busy city so compared to a small city. Ever, so this is a good thing because it's funny because I feel like there are moments where I was triggered when people would say, well, it's easy for you. You don't have kids. 
and it bothered me. And I'm well, like, we both got triggered from yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm like, actually, this is a good thing because we want to hear this information so we can help people see it in a different way, whether it's from, um, <laughs> whether it's from, <laughs> what's it called? Um, we oh just saw God. something pop up on the screen. <laughs> I know, right? as we're talking, we're trying to stay focused. Okay. Um, oh my God. Where, see, this is the thing with live. We have to keep going and I have to pick up my train of thought. Yeah, but it's but, all these different stories, So there's right? different stories. So in our triggers, there's gold. So for us, if we are seeing something that's coming at us, all right, and we feel that trigger, we know other people are experiencing it in the world too, and we can teach people how to work through it because it's a gift. So like for me, I get triggered if I find my program, like you know this about me, if I find someone's duplicating my exact program or my exact name, that triggers me. So I've made it a point in my content to talk about how to be creative. We made episodes on how to be creative. We've um, talked about it with our business masterminders. So it actually gave us information to teach about too. So it was gold. So if it's coming to you, there's a reason. There's more to it. You know, there's more to look into it internally. But then also yeah. as teachers, how can we change the industry to get people to think creatively, think outside the box and not doing it as everyone else. Yeah, exactly. That was the universe's way of showing us that, wait, you all need to put in your programs creativity piece, which we were already covering it a little bit because yeah. it was just naturally coming out. But we're like, no, we need to really focus on helping psychic mediums tap into their own creativity because many times... They think they need to copy the way we do they or that we do our business or they need to or copy the people. way other people do their business. And what we've realized over time is that you need to figure out what's natural to you. And to figure out what's natural to you and your business takes creativity. It takes forgetting about the outside world and tapping into the inside world, tapping into flow. Like when I'm walking, when I'm moving, when I'm working out, all this creativity, all these ideas come to me and I'll write them in my notebook. And some of them we'll do right away, some of them we won't. So that's a little tip that we would put into our program is teaching people to like keep a notebook. Yeah. And when your creativity's flowing, because you all know how it works, once your creativity's locked in, things are flowing, right? And all these ideas come in, you can't write fast enough. But that's just one tip to yeah. where we were getting triggered because people were either mimicking different courses or they were just trying to do things exactly like not just only us but like other people and we were getting frustrated because we were seeing that that was the thing that was holding them back in their business as they were trying to do all these activities that was not in alignment with who they really are and that's happening in the coaching industry too because i'm connected to a lot of coaches online and that's like the big buzz that's happening is is people are duplicating they're going onto people's websites yeah they're copying all the words, all that hard work. It takes a lot of dedication to yes. put that out there and just replicating everything word for word. And it's like, of course, if you're a medium, there's going to be certain pieces that you teach that are similar. That's not the problem. Yeah. But I mean like duplicating and, and like literally word for word. So it's just not an integrity. So, and I think that's the big thing is the trigger yeah. is like when something's not an integrity, 
let's teach the way. Let's teach on how to be an integrity, how to do things morally right as best you can. We're not perfect, like none of us are perfect, but how can be, we be more in integrity in this mission and this work that we do? Yes. I wanna share something else that's come up too um, for me and some other mediums that I've recognized working with. I remember, so I post when I want people to be practice sitters when they're receiving a reading. And there was a point where, you know, this, this practice reading that my students will do on people, it's free for them. So you get a different kind of energy when something's free. You do. That just naturally happens. But what was happening is, is when I was posting saying, hey, I would like my student to read you. Are you available to come to our group? And I was finding that people were walking around with their phone around their house as they're getting a reading and it was distracting as a group or they were in their car getting the reading driving or they were doing something that wasn't focused on the actual reading and it was like wait you're here to receive this beautiful reading stay still stay in one spot but why would i expect them to know that you have to do that sometimes it's common sense to think that but, but we i realize that common sense isn't yeah, so it's not always common for everyone. So I just got more clear as not the for us either. If for the Sometimes. teacher, right? For the teacher in me, okay. When you come, if you're volunteering to come on Zoom, please make sure you are in a quiet place. You are sitting in one spot, and you're in a room. You're not driving. You know. So um, and just getting clear on that. It's just getting clear on the expectations because you can't expect everyone to read your mind. Really, and even though we're a psychic medium, you can't expect everyone else to read your mind. That's no, you, not you know what's going to happen, don't you? No, you got to talk. Yeah, so it's just redirecting, and I think that's the big thing. But also, there's gold in it too. It's not just about them. It's about okay. I need to get clear on that. Like, why is that annoying? It's me? more about you, right? And that's it all the whole point of this. It. It's more about you. It's not about the external event. Another trigger that's come up for us many times is we'll have people come into programs or just a one night class, whatever we're teaching. And then some people are like, Oh, I, I've already know that. I know that already. And they say, I know that already because they read the concept in a book or maybe in another mediumship course, they took something similar or they heard it in a video and they get in their head thinking, I already know this, but as we do one-on-one -on -one calls with them and go deep beneath the layers, we realize, wait, they don't know it. They know it head knowledge. The head knowledge is I've read it in a book. I could pass a test. We were both teachers, so we've given a lot of tests where the kids, they if they memorize it in school and they bubble it in, head knowledge, they get an A. So we're taught throughout our school systems that head knowledge is the knowledge, right? But what we realize in the business world is it's not. Nobody cares how much head knowledge you have. They really don't. They care about wisdom. Head knowledge versus wisdom. Wisdom is when you take that head knowledge, you apply it over and over, not just one time. You apply it consistently over months, over years, and you're getting results with it, and you're embodying that information. An example would be, we all know it's very healthy to eat vegetables with every meal. Head knowledge, right? That's common knowledge. We know vegetables are healthy. It turns the wisdom, 
once we apply it over and over and we get results with it. So you could be teaching somebody, hey, you got to eat your vegetables and then they get stuck. Oh, I already know that. And then you're like, you look at what they're eating and they're eating pizza and fries and cheeseburgers and all of this food. And it's like, you really don't. So long story short is that would trigger us over time until we realize, wait, it's not their fault. It's our fault. We need to really spell this out in our programs and teach people that, hey, you might know it in your head, but are you applying it in your life? It reminds me of sports. Every sport, I played basketball growing up. You have basics that you learn. And you learn those, I learned those when I was seven years old. So the next, when I was eight, when I was nine, when I was 15, the coaches would keep repeating the same knowledge. And if I got stuck in my head and I was like, oh, I already learned that when I was seven, you're not gonna be a great basketball player. We forget that it's repetition is the mother of all skill. Repetition is king. Repetition will take that head knowledge and continue to extract more wisdom out of it, out of it more and more and more. And we realize that the psychic mediums that end up uh, growing at the fastest rate are the ones that are just like the professional athletes that beat over the basics every day. They get out of their head thinking they know everything and oh, I already know that. And they realize the real knowing is the wisdom, is the application over and over and over again. Yeah, it's all a part of the application. And I think that comes to one of the things that students share too is when they're giving readings, you know, they're giving readings and, you know, they might be giving a reading to someone and they get a message from a past loved one saying something that they already know. And they might say, well, it's time for you to change your job or they, oh, I already know that, but they're staying yeah. at the same job. So exactly. that's a common theme that comes up with it. psychic mediums is they are giving messages and there might be confirming messages like, wow, you know, I got the message that's coming through for them. And the sitter is saying, wow, this is confirmed. Thank you for confirming this for me. But it might not be officially new information. It's just confirming information. Yes. So it kind of goes in that way too. So we've seen it all. We've seen all these different pieces. And I think that's the big thing is, is to recognize that with these moments, it's like, okay, what do I need to see personally? Not what do I need to tell them to see, but what do I need to see? Why is this coming up? Am I doing a good job of explaining things before the reading? Am I, um, you know, answering their questions, telling them the, de the description so that they can, it could set the tone. Like for us, whenever we're teaching, that's one thing that we talk about is head knowledge versus um, wisdom. the wisdom. And the head knowledge is, I know it. And we tell our students over and over again, the wisdom is it's about applying. It's actually doing it. It's not just sitting yes. back. And and if you're talking about how to do a group reading and you've never done a group reading and you, you know because you've watched someone do it, it's not the same as actually going there and, and yes. doing the audience. Reading. And you just, you just ask them a question. You're like, all right, so you know it. How many group readings have you done in the last six months? Yeah. If they say, oh, I already know how to give readings. I already know how to create podcasts. How many podcasts have you created in the last six months? Yeah. And then you just hear crickets and that's how you know and that's how they know. Wait, I don't really know it as much as I thought I did. And that's painful. That's painful. It's painful to hear that you've been doing all this work and you, in your mind, you thought you knew something. Trust me, it's happened to me so many different times. I thought I'd mastered emotional intelligence 10 years ago. 
And then I realized, no, this isn't an ongoing thing, right? I thought I mastered the law of attraction when I heard about it back in 08, the first time because I could explain it to people. And then over these last 16 years, I've been applying and extracting wisdom. And that's the thing about wisdom is it's you ongoing can, it's too. ongoing. You never like, there's no point to where you're like, oh, wisdom, I know it now. I, 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 there's no, it's no mountaintop, right? We're humans. We have infinite potential. So the more that you apply over and over and over, it doesn't matter what you did in the last year even. If we ask somebody, how many group readings did you do in the last year? And they say, I've done six. All right, how many are scheduled in the next year? That's just as important because if you're yeah. not consistent, if you stop, it reminds me of like mathematics. It's like if you don't use it, you lose it. You're either making progress or you're not. There's nothing that stays the same. If you don't continue yeah, to do to. your readings, if you don't continue to do your, your group readings, you're not making progress. You're going backwards. That's our belief. We've seen it over and over with people. Yeah. So well, the wisdom is in the practice. Well, it takes a moment to wind up. So like that, that's what it is. It's like you literally will hit a plateau and then you go down. And then you're like, oh, I have to pull myself back up. And you yes. can still, when you do the readings again, you can still get it back. But it takes a moment to wind up. It's almost like, oh, I have to build my confidence back up. Yeah, and then right? you got to go all it. the way back up. Right? Yeah. So it's like gas. I'm driving 100 miles per hour. Everything's going, let me stop. I'm driving. We've seen that pattern so many times. And it's just, it's so much easier to figure out a weekly practice, a monthly practice, a daily practice, a yearly practice to where you'll actually stay consistent with it because the consistency is the power. If you haven't read the, the book, The Compound Effect, which oh, yeah, is right yeah. here actually, The Compound Effect, you'll understand it with practical advice here. Go read that book. There's wisdom in the application over and over and over again because you don't want to just like, it reminds me of working out, right? You go work out 30 minutes per day for the next five years consistently and you'll create these unbelievable results compared to if you try to work out three hours a day for the next six months you're going to burn out so you got to figure out what is sustainable for you over the long term and, and this takes time to figure and out atomic habits too which we yes. don't have in this room but um we have it in the other room but atomic habits those two books the compound effect and atomic habits prove that it's yes. like the consistency of setting it up and and making sure that sometimes it's just a little at a time. Like for the example that I can give is for me, working out doesn't come easy. I've shared that with you guys in the past. Like let's just focus that energy on the past. Like it has never been something that I've been excited to do. But after reading or while reading the book, The Atomic Habits, I decided I'm gonna do wall push-ups, five of them every single morning. And it's going to be, you know, after I get out of the shower so that I know that no matter what, I'm going to make it happen. It's going to be part of the routine. So I built up from five wall push-ups to 15 wall push-ups. And I didn't do it overnight. I think it was like a couple of weeks, but it was like, it just had a feeling that came over me. And for me, instead of having to do like 40 wall push-ups, that's not going to last long. Then I won't do that. Yes. Same with the trampoline. I was just telling our um, example. our people the other night in our intention workshop, some of you guys were on there, um, I talked about how I got a trampoline. <laughs> we have a trampoline downstairs in our living room. We put it so it's right in a space where you have to walk by it. Like every day that you walk down it's the stairs, it's, at you every it's day. there. So I made it a point, not 10 minutes of the trampoline, not 15 or 20, 
but I'm starting off at three She's minutes. like, screw 15 or 20. That shit, <laughs> yeah, I ain't doing that. That's not going to last for me right <laughs> off the bat. It will be something that will come up later. So three minutes, and three minutes on a trampoline feels long when you first start, by the way. Um, so three minutes every day. And then when I feel that call, well, I can go a little bit, like a minute longer than I will. Yes. But it's like, for me, that's what I have to do. So the Atomic Habits book, teaches you that the compound effect teaches you that you know well here we'll prove it right now think about right now in your life what's the number one skill if i asked you what's a skill where you're like this is my number one skill that i've created in my life like i'm really good at this and share it in the comments get that very clear in your mind right now and think about why is that how many hours have i put into that skill how consistent have i been at that skill and you can think about any skill that you have and you'll realize it all came because you were consistent over a long period of time and you stayed consistent with it. So if you want to master any skill, it's going to be the consistency. It's not going to be trying to work out four hours every day for yeah. a month straight. That's not going to do it. You're going to burn out unless you're a bodybuilder and that's what you do, right? And, and the last thing that I want to say about this is have when these triggers happen, have a support group. Have an accountability partner. Take out your journal. Track this. Most likely, if the trigger keeps coming up, you could see a pattern in your journal with the dates of it happening. I notice, I've brought this up on many podcast episodes, the time hop on Facebook. I will see like four years ago or last year at the same time, I posted a similar quote than what I was posting like on the day that I look at it, it's like oh, I'm po I post on one day and I'm like, oh my gosh, I shared something really similar of a feeling at that time last time. Or wow, I did an event at that same exact week last time. I didn't even plan for that to happen. So if you really track the patterns, you'll start to notice once I'm aware of the patterns, it doesn't necessarily have to stay as a trigger. It could be a learning experience. It could be seeing the gold in it. Okay, so have some sort of accountability group, have some sort of um, accountability partner. That's why we create the groups that we create. Speaking of that, on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, January 17th, we are starting our 90-day business masterminds. We're excited to see the people that are already joined. I know I've been going back and forth um, with some people on emails, answering questions. If you are one of those people that wants to apply, today is the day to apply. So send your applications over. This happens once a year. So the next time this is happening is in 2025. I shared Debbie. That's Squiz wild, 2025. I know. Um, uh, Debbie Squizero, she um, is an amazing student of ours. She is just so good at what she does and spreads a lot of light to other people. And she shared her testimonial on her experience with our mastermind. She's been in every single program of ours. And we're grateful for clients like her. Yes, we are. Because she's, she's someone that spreads the message too. And I think that's the most important thing as teachers. It's like... We're grateful for that. So yes. thank you to our clients that continue to spread the message, but also be on the lookout for that um, application, which it's at on my website, lindsaymarino.com. Click the Learn with Lindsay tab, and then you can scroll down and it will say 90 Day Business Mastermind. Let me say one thing to add to this. This is the first time ever 
that we are adding the self-study Unlock Your Psychic Medium online business program to that mastermind. So you can, you can do it on your own time. It's not part of the mastermind. We're just gifting it to you. So that that's regularly $2,000. So I just want to put that out there because um, a lot of people don't know that, that there's some people that didn't know and I had to share that with them. So if you've been wanting to take my Unlock Your Psychic Medium online business program, there's over 100 people, 100 psychic medium healers in there from all around the world in that program. If you want to be one of those people and you also want to join the mastermind, don't put it off if, if you feel that call. The only reason that you should be thinking about it is if you're feeling that feeling in your gut, you're like, and in your heart, I know I'm supposed to do this. I know yes. it. And, and if, if you're, you're not feeling it, then then don't apply. No, don't at all. Don't if, apply. That's the big message is don't apply if you're not sure. If you're ready to create massive momentum in your business, apply. You're ready to take action, right? It's not like you're coming to us and we're going to solve all your problems. It's like, yeah. yeah, we work with you. If you're willing to work too, we could solve a lot of problems. But if you're, if you're someone that's wanting to create massive momentum in your business and you're ready to grow then look at the application. You'll see all kinds of testimonials. This is our fifth year that we've ran this program. We used to run it two times a year until this year. And now yeah. we're just doing it one time because we have all of our other programs and it just it fits in that way. So if, if this sounds like you, reach out and at least get the application, look at the testimonials, watch the video and get clear. And if it's a hell yes, do it. If it's not a hell yes, it must be a hell no, don't do it because yeah. it's not for you. Yeah. And we love working with people that have a passion for their mission. They want to help people. They're heart-centered. They're good team players. That's, that's part of it too. That's what we say yes to when we look at applications. Are, are people going to be great assets to be good listeners and um, be connected with the people that are in the mastermind too? That's right. Because there's value in them too. Okay, guys. Well, we hope you enjoy this episode. Share one insight that you learned from what we shared and spread the message with other psychic mediums. Thank you, guys. See you later. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.